1: Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.
2: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is criticizing freshman Democratic Congresswoman Ilhan Omar for tweets suggesting that a powerful pro-Israel interest group paid members of Congress to support Israel. Even though the Minnesota Congresswoman unequivocally apologized after being rebuked by fellow Democrats, President Trump says it's not good enough.
3: I think she should be ashamed of herself. I think it was a terrible statement, and I don't think her apology was adequate.
2: Traveling on Air Force One, the president was asked what Omar should have said, and he replied, she knows what to say. White House correspondent Greg Clugston saying that safety is the birthright of every American. The president has made his case for a border wall again. The president addressing thousands at a rally last evening in El Paso, Texas. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 249 points. The S&P, 24 points higher. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem
4: Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem, TC. From time to time, Salem, TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. It just seems like it snows every other day. (laughs) A tough commute today. Here's that forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios. Scattered snow showers still could be heavy at times. Two to four inches total accumulation for the day today. Tonight that tapers off. See a low around five above. Then some sunshine, 17 on Wednesday. But by Thursday they're saying a chance of snow and some snow showers likely
2: by Thursday night. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround we take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders letting you run your business while we deliver customers your competition is already social catch them and surpass them we offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundMSP.com. SurroundMSP.com. Connecting you with new customers.
5: Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? charge your sex life now and save a ton of money call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping stop overpaying and call right now
3: 800-610-3497 800-610-3497 800-610-3497 that's 800-610-3497
1: Have you experienced anxiety, fear, shame, and embarrassment from owing back taxes? Hi, I'm Kathy Hill, founder of Tax Tiger. If you happen to have unpaid or unfiled taxes, I'm here to offer you some hope. Tax Tiger can protect you from the IRS, release wage and bank levies, and negotiate awesome settlements. Above all, Tax Tiger is a company which operates based on Christian principles. If you have an IRS problem, call us today at 612-888-9522 for a free consultation. You can trust Tax Tiger to provide an honest evaluation of your situation. If we can save you money, we'll explain how and answer all of your questions so you'll know exactly where you stand. Call Tax Tiger today at 612 888 9522. You could be closer to financial freedom than you think, and you need a tiger on your side. That number again is 612 888 9522, or visit us online at taxtiger.com.
2: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
4: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
6: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about turning anger into love. I have a dream. You know, one thing that is very common uh, with all human beings is we have anger, we have fear, we have pain. You know, we live in a world that is so preoccupied, so wrapped up, so worried, so uh, preoccupied with differences. You know, and we have a system that's pitting people against each other, black against white, black against brown, uh, blue against black, uh, woman against men. You know, those who use the women's restroom versus those who use the men's restroom. Those who believe in traditional marriage, as the Bible talks about, and those who believe in the new world's uh, marriage. You know, and so we want to pit people against each other. And so you got to realize that there are far more similarities with people than there are differences. You know, if you, instead of just walking by people without even acknowledging them, without even looking in their eyes, without looking in their souls, If you actually pick your eyes up off the ground, get your glaze and your focus off of yourself and onto other people, and if you looked in their eyes, you looked in their souls, you would see something that you see when you look in the mirror. That is a living, breathing human being. That person has dreams and desires. They want to love and be loved. They have pain and fear and doubt. They want to know they're special. They want to be able to provide for their family, keep their family secure, keep them safe, just like you. See, the key to connecting with people, the key to to understanding people is to build rapport with people. And rapport is a psychology. And it really is about the willingness to get out of our own map of reality and step into another's map of reality. And so today is February 13th. Actually, it's Tuesday, February 12th. Sorry about that. I don't want to throw you off Tuesday. Uh, and this uh, week, interesting, because this week uh, is the one week out of the month of February. And February is the month that we celebrate uh, Black History Month. Uh, it's also on Thursday, uh, Valentine's Day. I think it's so cool uh, that the same month that we celebrate uh, the love of Valentine's Day, that we also celebrate Black History Month. Because I truly believe uh, that one of the great men uh, to walk this planet was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I really do believe that. Uh, not, he's still a flawed man, still did a lot of things I'm sure he's not proud of, his mom's not proud of, God's not proud of, just like David did a lot of things God wasn't proud of, when he talked about sleeping with Bathsheba or getting Uriah killed, whatever it was right, or or numbering the people, taking a census when he wasn't supposed to when the, the devil told him to. You know, we all fall short of the glory of God. Uh, we all uh, need a Savior. And so uh, with all his shortcomings, Dr. King uh, was a great man, a man who was moved uh, by uh, the plight of his people, a man who was moved by anger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so I want you to get this. As different as we are, we all have choices in life. And I believe in keeping it simple, soldier, because, boy, the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And so a leader that's confused won't speak up. A leader that's confused won't step out. A leader that's confused won't step, uh, step up, stand up, won't speak up. A leader that's confused won't take chances. And so we got to remember that we're all at choice Even God himself in the Old Testament, the beginning of the word of God, says this day, I gave you the choice, life or death, blessings or curses. Today, choose life. Keep it simple, soldier. We're natural born procrastinators. Life or death, good or bad, right or wrong. And this thing called anger is something we all have. And you got to realize what is anger? Uh, So anger or wrath is an intense emotional state it involves a strong uncomfortable and hostile response to a perceived you got to get that word there because that's a key word in this definition to a perceived provocation, hurt, or threat. A person experiencing anger will often experience physical conditions, such as increased heart rate, elevated blood pressure, and increased levels of adrenaline and non-adrenaline. Some view anger as an emotion, which triggers part of the fight-or-flight brain response. Anger is used as a protective mechanism to cover up fear, hurt, or sadness. Anger becomes a predominant feeling, behaviorally, cognitively, and physiologically, when a person makes the conscious choice to hit at, to take action to immediately stop the threatening behavior of another outside force see here's the thing we've all experienced trauma and drama and uh, maybe it's abandonment maybe it's hurt maybe it's disappointment maybe it's unfairness maybe it's abuse maybe it's prejudice maybe it's rape or molestation and I always wondered you know does it really matter why someone was killed doesn't matter that your daughter or son was killed because of the color of the skin or because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time or because someone was drunk driving. I mean, you lost a child. Do we really need to get wrapped up in the reason why we lost that child? Because sometimes in pain, the worst question to ever ask is why? Why, God? Why was I molested? Why was I abused? Uh, why did you take my child from me? See, anger can have many physical and mental consequences. The external expression of anger can be found in facial expressions, body language, physiological responses, and at times public acts of aggression. Facial expression can range from inward angling of the eyebrows to a full frown. While most of those who experience anger explain its arousal as a result of, quote, what happened to them, psychologists point out that an angry person can very well be mistaken because anger caused a loss in self-monitoring capacity and objective observability. You gotta get that. I have this article here from Psychology Today. It says to begin with, it's essential to realize that anger is one emotion that warrants being seen as moralistic. It has everything to do with values. The system the system of ethics you're personally devoted to. In fact, if you weren't capable of making an indignant assessment that something or someone was unfair, the feeling wouldn't exist at all. And by getting irritated with what you regard as wrong or unjust, you can experience the immediate and substantial gratification of occupying the moral high ground, just one of many reasons that anger can be so seductive. It puts us morally in the high ground. Don't you get all these people that want to hate on the, quote, hater Trump? Boy, they're somehow better as they're beating up people. Somehow they're better as they're using the F word. Somehow they're better as they're talking about all people who support Trump as deplorable and evil and angry. Whoa, aren't they so much better? See that's what anger does, and so today I'm going to tell you that we can take anger because we all have it, and it's like going into a a rail station, you know, where the trains come in. When the trains come in, you know, and all of a sudden they're coming in, and there's a switch where that you hit that switch to the left, it goes to the left. If you hit that switch to the right, it goes right. It's a it's a point of choice, and I'm going to tell you right now today we're going to talk about that choice. Because we all experience anger as part of the human condition, but the choice is this: what to do with it. And it's that moment in time where we got to decide. See, we all have anger, but then we come to that switch, that that crossing station, that p- position of choice and consequence, where we could either go on autopilot and do what most of the world does, and take that pain and hurt other people. Because one thing I learned years ago. Hurting people hurt people. It's absolutely true. You cannot deny it. Hurting people hurt people. But you can make a conscious choice to take that pain, to take that hurt, and use it to help others. Because Philip de Coursey said, no man can claim to be good who is unable to be angry at that which is bad. And I think it was Martin Luther, the leader of Reformation, that said, I have no better remedy than anger. If I want to write, pray, preach well, then I must be angry. Then my entire blood supply refreshes itself, my mind is alert, and all my temptations depart. And today I'm talking about let's take our anger and turn it into love. Because just like Dr. King, I have a dream. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
1: A pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening.
6: If you don't think you need
0: it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this is did something for me that none of those ever did and I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned and it has made a tremendous impact on my life.
7: Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net click on schedule for leadership awakening near
1: you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
3: Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. I was thinking recently on how much I dislike buying or selling a car or making any large purchases. No matter what happens, I end up thinking I got the short end of the deal. I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you are just the same as me. I'd like to let you know that if you have us in your home, we will not pressure you into anything. We will tell you what we see as your options. But we do not want you to do something that will give you buyer's remorse. Philippians 2 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call today at 612-900-9166. That's
6: 612-900-9166. Or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net.
7: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog. Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to WaveWarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about turning anger into love. I have a dream. You know, February is uh, the month of the year that we celebrate Black History Month. It's also the month of the year that we celebrate the, uh, the date of love. You know, Valentine's Day, St. Valentine. I think it's very apropos because, you know, love is a verb. And I think about all the things that Dr. King did. I think about all the things that we do for our spouses, and we do for our kids. I think of all the things that, that God did for us. You know, the one of the most famous verses in the Bible is John 3.16. And for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And, I, you know, you can listen to the short, shortened version. For God so loved the world, he, he did something about it. See, love is a verb. It's not a feeling. We don't fall into love. We might fall into amor, uh, amore, right? Amore, that's amore. We might fall into lust. Oh, we might fall into some like. But we don't fall into love. We work hard. To be in love. And some of you aren't feeling the love. Because you're not doing what you need to do. To get what you need to feel. And so you got to realize. For God so loved the world. He did something about it. For you so love your spouse. You do something about it. For you so love your kids. You do something about it. For Dr. Martin Luther King so, Jr. So loved his people. So loved his God. So loved the word of God. That he did something about it. And you got to get this. That anger by itself is not a bad thing. There's something called righteous anger. Matter of fact, tomorrow's show, you need to tune in tomorrow. Because tomorrow's show is all about angry birds. And I spend the whole thing going in the depths of anger, the goods, the bads. But today, that's not what I'm doing. Today, I want to set it up. And one of my uh, favorite Bible verses talking with anger uh, is, uh, what is it, Ephesians. I think it's Ephesians 4, chapter 26 or 27, 28, somewhere around there. I think it's Ephesians 4, actually 26 through 27, that's what it is. And it says, and don't sin by letting anger control you. See, again, it didn't say don't sin by having anger. It said don't sin by letting anger control you because, again, nothing's illegal, but not everything's profitable. Nothing should should control a believer except the Word of God, the Holy Spirit. So it says, don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. And you know, James 3.16 put it so clearly. And this is America Day. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every other evil work. That's America Day. Where we're envying, because remember, all this privilege. Everybody's worried about who's got more than they do. Who's got more money? Who's got more fame? Who's got more this? Who's got more that? Don't you hear It's envying. All this privilege movement is the devil's working to make you jealous of people, coveting what other people have. And so you call it privilege now. And that's not fair. They got more than I do. That's not fair. Well, if you got fair, none of us would be happy. So we're envying in strife. Strife is America today. You can't blame it on Donald Trump, Please haven't you looked around for those of us that didn't vote for obama boy we felt that for eight years we were put down spit upon told to get in the back of the bus we were told to shut up he's our president yes, ma'am. yes sir just sit down get in the back of the bus we were told okay so we did don't you see all this strife that's going on now here's the cool thing we can't take away the fact that there's strife that's just part of the world we live in you can't control that environment you can control how you respond to the environment what you're capable of doing, what I'm capable of doing, is we are capable of making a choice. We can either let anger control us, we can make let anger bring out the worst in us, or we could do like some other famous people and let our anger stir us up. Like I said, Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. said this. I'm sorry, that's not Dr. King, Martin Luther, Martin Luther said this. I have no better remedy than anger. If I want to write, pray, preach well, then I must be angry. Then my entire blood supply refreshes itself. My heart is alert and all my temptations apart. Philip de who is a great pastor, uh, he's from Europe, but he uh, has a ministry called Know the Truth. He said, no man can claim to be good who is unable to be angry at that which is bad. William Booth, the founder of Salvation Army, said, while women weep, all fight. While children go hungry, all fight. While men go to prison in and out, all fight. While there is a drunkard left, I'll fight. Where there is a poor girl in the street, I'll fight. Where there remains one dark soul without the light of the gospel, I'll fight. I'll fight, I'll fight, All will fight. fight to the very end. And I was listening to Philip Decoursey yesterday, he did a great sermon. I don't know why God's put this on my heart. But you know he said, you know, William Wilberforce got angry at slavery. Think about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. got angry at racism. John Walsh got angry about the abduction and murder of his son, Adam, in 1981. Candy Leitner got angry when she lost her 13-year-old daughter, Carrie Leitner, by a drunk driver in 1980. Martin Luther got angry about the indulgences of the Catholic Church and the perversion of the gospel. Don't you hear it? All these people got angry, but they didn't let that anger consume them. They didn't go down there and kill cops. They didn't go out there and burn down the White House. They didn't go out there and attack people wearing red hats. Matter of fact, Dr. King, a lot of people don't know this. Dr. King was born Michael King Jr. Think about it. And it was his dad, Dr. King Sr. Michael King, Sr. King became the leader of the Ebenezer Baptist Church in March 1931 after the death of the pastor. And with the country in the midst of the Great Depression, church finances were struggling. But Dr. King, Michael King, the dad, organized membership and fundraising drives that restored those to health. By 1934, King had become a widely respected leader of the local church. That year, he also changed his name and that of his eldest son from Michael King, to Martin Luther King, from Michael King Jr. to Martin Luther King Jr., after becoming inspired during a trip to Germany by the life of Martin Luther, the German theologian who initiated the Protestant Reformation. Oh, he never changed his name legally, that is how we know him today. Because Dr. King had a dream. And today, I'm going to read that his entire speech. Because a lot of people don't realize how powerful it was. But let me talk about another guy who also got angry, but made different choices. Unlike Dr. King, who chose to use his anger for the good, for the glory of God. Let me tell you about Karl Marx, an astonishingly evil man, but he didn't start that way. And this is from an article out of South Africa, September 12, uh, 2012, from Paul Dawson. He said his research. And his life has left him at times in a state of horror when they read the pure hatred that can be found in the root of this man's heart. Marx was born in Trier, Prussia in 1818. His real name was Moses Mordecai Levi, son of a Jewish rabbi. His father was a Jew who left the Jewish religion and turned to Christianity in 1824. When young Marx was six years old, Karl Marx was a confessed Christian. Karl Marx was heavily influenced by Moses Hess. Many people think Marx made the statement, religion is the opiate of the people, but it was actually Hess that came up with this common day slogan, which is used by atheists. Moses Hess was an anarchist and wanted all-out chaos, just like Antifa does in this country that you guys support. Marx's best friend, if you could call him that, because the master has only a slave, was Frederick Engels, you probably heard of him before, and they were both from rich families. They did not care for the poor, but aimed for power. The goal was to destroy the current established system as well as all religions. Chaos was their tool. Marx was a genius. When it came to writing and thinking, there are few men, if any, who have existed on earth that walked next to his equal. His understanding of the social system was without doubt unparalleled in history. Many of the socialist ideas are used in modern day society. He knew very well that his incredible talent to write was his gift. He knew that he had what had to be done to get his ideas out to the public media. So he alerted a newspaper, and it wasn't very long before it took off, and the proletariat, the working-class people, were being inspired by his words for war against the authorities. Sound familiar? Marxist family. Ready for this? He was married to Jenny Eleanor. Together they had seven children, four of which died at childhood. One, Jenny Caroline. She died of bladder cancer, age 38. Two, Jenny Laura. Uh, she died in a suicide pact with her husband. She was 66. Charles Louise Henry Edgar, uh, died aged eight. Henry Edward Guy died age one, uh, got, died age one year, two months. Uh, Jenny Evelyn Francis died age one, one year, one month. Jenny Julia Eleanor, suicide by poisoning herself with prussic acid when she was 43. And another n child was born and died. Uh, at an early age, Jenny Marks, his wife, died of bladder cancer in March 1881. He wrote poems about suicide. He actually wrote an entire book on suicide, and he hated, he hated religion. But he didn't start that way. What made a father express suddenly the fear of demonic influence upon a young son? See, his son, his dad, who was a Christian, Marx was a Christian, but something very strange happened, and his father became worried in their communication. On March 2nd, 1837, Marx's father writes to his son, Your advancement, the dear hope to see your name being once of great repute, and your earthly well-being are not the only desires of my heart. Only if your heart remains pure and beats humanly, and if no demon will be able to alienate your heart from better feelings, only then will I be happy he wrote such evil stuff Karl Marx wrote the Communist Manifesto this was the very basis for the foundation of communism what me, most people who know about the Communist Manifesto don't know is that the draft document of the Communist Manifesto was called the Communist Question of Faith what the Communist Question of Faith outlines is to ask 22 questions about what communism is the final most important question is question 22 do communists reject existing religions? Answer, all religions which have existed hitherto are expressions of a historical stage of development of individual people, groups, and organizations. He learned to hate. He took his anger and used it to kill millions of people. Today, we're we'll talking about taking our anger and turning love.
5: When I-
3: officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. (laughs) High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
7: Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you.
1: Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about turning anger into love, because February is the month of love. February is the month we celebrate Valentine's Day. It's also the month we celebrate Black History Month. And today I'm talking about choices. And I'm talking about the, the great Martin Luther King Jr. who had a dream. And that dream was to turn his anger into love, to turn uh, our prejudice uh, into mercy and grace, uh, to become more like the Lord uh, that he worshipped. Or you could t- take the Karl Marx journey and have a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, and use that hurt to hurt other people, to slaughter tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions are responsible, maybe not directly from his hands, but indirectly from his hands. Uh, just stunning. And if you miss any of this radio show, this is real, this is deep, this is something that's going to expand your thinking, it's inspirational, educational, applicational, then just go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this message and many other archived messages. Also, we're in two terrestrial cities. We're working to get in every city in this country, but we need your help. We need sponsors. We need donors. This is the cause. If we're going to change this world, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to change our thinking. We're in a mental pandemic in this world, in this country. Suicide going through the roof. Murders and the way we kill each other, torture each other, brutalize each other. We're hateful. Uh, Twitter is nothing more than a let's. Let me tell everybody else what I think and who I hate. We need to stop this. So help us. So we are only in two terrestrial markets right now. We're in beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. I heard you guys got a little bit of white stuff on the ground. I'm in Texas, by the way, Dallas. It's pretty nice here, about 50 degrees. The ground is green. (laughs) But in Minneapolis-St. Paul, you can listen to us every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m., replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on AM 1570. Uh, You can live stream with them on TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. We're also in the beautiful city of St. Louis, Missouri, and you can listen every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. And before the break, uh, I was talking about uh, Karl Marx, who started out as a Christian at age 6 and then got introduced to some real evil people, some anarchists, uh, some Satanists, uh, worshiping Satan. And his quote was, he said, quote, I, I didn't get a chance to finish it because I ran out of time. But communism, it says, quote, this is from Marx, is that stage of historical development which makes all existing religions superfluous and supersedes them. In other words, the most important objective of communism was eradicating religion. If you don't believe me, go to China and find out what they do uh, to the church. Marx and Satanism are connected. you got to get this. Bucharin, one of Marx's associates in the First International, was an anarchist and by all accounts an ardent Satanist. He wrote, quote, Satan is the first free thinker and savior of the world. He frees Adam and impresses the seal of humanity and liberty on his forehead by making him disobedient. Thus, in 1917, when the Second Revolution took place and the Bolshevik government came to power in Russia, the hand that led the people may have been the hand of Lenin with the words of Karl Marx, but the voice, was unmistakably that of the devil himself. It was Moses Hess, the anarchist, that initiated Karl Marx and Frederick Engels into Satanism and said, this is how I create savages. And one of Marx's poems, he wrote a lot of poems, in his poem called Human Pride, Marx admits that his aim is not to improve the world. He admits it, reform or revolutionize it, but simply to ruin it and enjoy it being ruined. He says, quote, in one of his poems, Words I teach all mixed up in a devilish muddle. Thus, anyone may think just what he chooses to think. With disdain, I will throw my gauntlet full in the face of the world and see the collapse of this pygmy giant whose fall will not stifle my ardor. Then will I wander godlike and victorious through the ruins of the world and giving my words an active force. I feel free. I feel equal, I should say. I feel equal to the Creator. You know, that's why you gotta realize, you know, we're only as good as the quality of the company we keep. And parents, you gotta know this. You gotta be careful who your kids were hanging around. See, we're gonna look now at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., because he had an influence. His influence wasn't Satan, his influence wasn't Angels, his influence was Jesus Christ. And you might say, why does this matter? Well, today, if you go back 37 years, right, you remember Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court Justice, and if you hang around someone that drank too much, Uh, it's applied on your pox on your house. Uh, If you did something 50 years ago uh, uh, in blackface or uh, raped a woman, boom, it it doesn't go away. It's still there. So why do you need to know this? Because this is what blows me away. Some of the people you follow, you need to know who they follow. So this is from Aaron Blake from the Washington Post, a left-wing liberal magazine. You know that. So it says Hillary Clinton, Saul Alinsky, and Lucifer explained. This is from the article July 20, 2016 from the Washington Post. Saul Alinsky and Lucifer made appearances at the Republican National Convention on Tuesday night. It's not clear who was supposed to be scarier. In his primetime speech, Ben Carson offered his own case against Hillary Clinton. It had a lot to do with with tying her to Saul Alinsky and, by extension, the devil. This is what he said, quote, Now, one of the things I have learned about Hillary Clinton is that one of her heroes, her mentors, was Saul Alinsky. And her senior thesis was about Saul Alinsky. This was someone that she greatly admired and that affected all of her philosophies. Now, interestingly enough, Saul Alinsky wrote a book called Rules for Radicals. You heard me talk about it a lot, that this is the basically a democratic playbook, how they've all learned how to be politics. On the dedication page, on that book called Rules for Radical, it acknowledges Lucifer, the original radical who gained his own kingdom. It says, quote, this is, look at the book, look it up on the internet. This is a nation where every coin in our pocket and every bill in our wallet says in God we trust. So are we willing to elect someone that truly supports someone who thinks differently than that? Right? I mean, you got to get that? We got to make sure we realize it says right here, this is what the book, the the dedication of the book Rules to Radicals says this. Lest we should forget at least one and over-the-shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical, From all of our legends, mythology, and history, and who is to know where mythology leaves off and history begins, or which is which, the first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom, Lucifer. See, you got to get this. We can use our anger to help people, like Dr. King, or we can use our anger to hurt people, like Saul Alinsky, like uh, Marx, like Engels. You got to remember, it's okay to be angry. It's a human name. Even Jesus was angry. He had a temple tantrum, right? John 2, look it up. We got to use our anger for good. William Wilberforce got angry at slavery and the abolition of slavery in, in Britain, in England. Dr. Martin Luther King got angry at racism and marched peacefully and had the real civil rights movement. John Walsh got angry about the abduction and murder of his son, Adam, in 1981. And then he created something called America's Most Wanted. On May 2 of 2008, the program announced its 1,000th capture. As of March 30, 2013, 1,200 people. There are over 1,500 people that have been caught. How about Candy Lightner? She got angry when she lost her 13-year-old daughter, Carrie Lightner. Got was killed by a drunk driver in 1980. She got so angry that she created mad. You know that, right? Mothers against drunk drivers. Martin Luther got angry about the indulgences of the Catholic Church, the perversion of the gospel. And what he did, well, 500 years ago, on October 31, 1517, the small town monk marched up to the castle church of Wittenberg, and nails his 95 thesis to the door, thus lighting the flame of the Reformation, the split between the Catholic and the Protestant churches. not that incredible? In 1980, 13-year-old Carrie Leitner of Fair Oaks, California, is walking along a quiet road on her way to a church carnival when a car swerves out of control, striking and killing her. Carrie's tragic death compelled her mother, Candy Leitner, to found the organization Mothers Against Drunk Driving which would grow into one of the country's most influential nonprofit organizations. The campaign against slavery, the abolition of slavery in 1833, it was the Slavery Abolition Act, is in most of the British Empire, was because of William Wilberforce. He died just three days after hearing that the passage of the act through parliament was assured. Isn't that incredible? That's what we can do with our anger. We could take it and use it for good. That's why Dr. King, Sr., Martin Luther King, Sr., changed his son's name from Michael King, Jr. to Martin Luther King, Jr., because of what he learned from Martin Luther. And, you know, I'm going to share with you the speech from Dr. King. I have a dream. It was said in August 28th of 1963. But, you know, I got another letter a letter from a Birmingham jail was 16 April 1963 and I want you to know from April to August we're talking four months and this letter from the jail is a lot more hardcore a lot more brutal it's a lot more uncomfortable for me as a white person to read I just gotta be honest with you but most famous I want you to see there's four months apart see we all have bad times we all have times where we feel overwhelmed we all have times where you wonder if it matters we all have times where we revert to hurting people hurting people but you know the great news is All it takes is a moment of thought. All it takes is an opportunity of reflection. All it takes is a moment to to look inside to see what we value and who we are, to realize what's going on. Because Dr. King had a dream. And that dream was that someday his four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And I want to say, since we're celebrating Black History Month, and Dr. King is just an icon. I am look forward to talking to him someday in a sea of glass in heaven. But, you know, let's honor Dr. King. Let's go back on his course. Let's get off the world's course, America's course, where we judge everybody by who's black and who's white. We judge everybody by what bathroom they use or what they did 60 years ago or 100 years ago or 300 years ago. Let's be like Dr. King and have mercy and grace. Let's be like Dr. King and let's take our anger and turn it into love. Because part of the human experience is we're going to be hurt, we're going to be disappointed, we're going to be treated unfairly, we're going to be abused, molested, maybe raped, maybe treated with prejudice. But you know, hurting people can hurt people, or we can make the choice to take our pain and help other people. I am Mr. Black, you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be right back.
8: Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Mr. Black at LikeitMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at Likeit In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at LikeitMattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. This is a national
4: health care alert from the Health Hotline. If you have severe knee or back pain and you have Medicare or private insurance, we have great news. Finally, there's a way to reduce your pain without surgery or taking medications. Call us today and learn how you can qualify to get a pain-relieving knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. We'll even ship your brace for free. If you have excruciating knee or back pain and you have Medicare or private insurance, don't wait. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving, nearly invisible knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. I've used one. They're comfortable and they work, and we guarantee your happiness. So call right now and get yours. I promise, we're here to take your call.
3: Thank you. 800-296-1259. 800-296-1259. 800-296-1259. 800-296-1259. That's 800-296-1259.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I would like to read to you word for word the entire speech of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on August 28, 1963, I Have a Dream speech, and you'll see why he had a dream. I'm happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American, in whose symbolic shadow we stand today, signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. 100 years later, the Negro is still languish in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. So we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was the promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note in as far as her citizens of color are concerned instead of honoring this sacred obligation america has given the negro people a bad check a check which has come back marked insufficient funds but we refuse to believe that the bank of justice is bankrupt we refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation and so we have come to cash this check a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice we have also come to this hollowed spot Uh, to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilized drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to reach from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time to make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This sweltering summer of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until there is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. And those who hope that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro is granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But there is something that I must say to my people, who stand on the worn threshold which leads into the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to denigrate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to distrust all white people. For many of our white brothers, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny. And they have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. We cannot walk alone and as we walk we must make the plays that we shall always march ahead we cannot turn back there are those who are asking the devotees of civil rights when will you be satisfied We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as our bodies, heavy with fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the city. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro's basic mobility is from a smaller ghetto to a larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs stating, for whites only. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro in Mississippi cannot vote, and the Negro in New York believes he has nothing in which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied, and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. I am not unmindful that some of you have come here of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities, knowing that somehow, this situation can and will be changed let's not wallow in the valley of despair I say to you today my friends so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow I still have a dream is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its Creed we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal I have a dream Will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character i have a dream today i have a dream that one day down in alabama with its vicious racists with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and n- nullification one day right here in alabama little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers i have a dream today With this faith, we'll be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we'll be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. And this will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land where the pilgrims pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightened Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stowe Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And when this happens, and when we allow freedom to ring, Wow, what a great man. What a great man who was spit upon, who was treated poorly, not necessarily because of what he did, but because of a choice that wasn't his. Ladies and gentlemen, none of us choose certain things in life. We don't choose the color of our skin. We don't choose our parents. We don't choose what nation we were born in. We don't choose the cards that God deals us. We don't choose our physical height and the manifestations that make up our body. Those are all cards we're dealt. And ladies and gentlemen, one thing I learned years ago, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is the narrative. How do we explain it to ourselves? Because there's a stimulus and there's a response in the study transactional analysis. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens? is once someone says something or does something, we go to our three channels. The visual channel, the auditory channel, the kinesthetic channel. And then the way we explain it to ourselves, we respond to that. Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Dr. King took a peaceful approach to civil rights. We can take our anger and turn it into love. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters.
9: My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is Northstar Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a, a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com. Hi, this is Scott
6: Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency,
0: knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.